So a guy <clears throat> walks into a bar at you know, standard bar, but at one end of the bar, kind of hung up high on hooks, are just two beautiful cuts of meat. They're fantastic. So the guy goes up to the bartender. He goes, hey, what's what's with the meat? What, what's with the, the meat on the hooks? And the guy goes, well, if you're able to jump up and take a bite out of one of those, you don't pay for drinks for the rest of the night, don't pay for drinks for the rest of the week. However, if you try, you get one try. If you don't get it, you buy a round for everybody in the place. It's a pretty popular bar, the guy's. Huh, that's a pretty solid deal, though. He he walks over back to him. He's like, can I, can I look at him? He's like, yeah, sure. Take a look at him. And I got one shot, though. He just looks at him, staring at him, getting a good look at him. Comes back, looks at the bartender, and goes, sir, I'm afraid I can't do it. The stakes are simply too high. You come you get- in swinging with that, and you gave me so much shit for my aloha. Ryan, can you can you Google the hotline for suicide? I need to call to it. To do it or to stop? No, just to have I, no, I just to have I'll, them talk talk me down. No, no, I'll, too close. I'll give you my referral number. They it's they they got a, they got a team. <laughs> it's true. Have I ever told you my Abraham Lincoln joke? I don't. Oh no. I think <laughs> yes, I yes, have. Like, you have many yes. Yes. The, yes. The Gettysburg address. Gettysburg address. <laughs> oh yeah. I still think the, the farmhouse rock band is better, but to each their own. <laughs> if they're anything like each other, they're both awful. They are. You've heard this. You've heard Greg joke before, have I? Yeah. It's 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 incredibly. It's the same right. idea. <laughs> it's so dumb. Mm. Um. All right. <clears throat> so then, real quick, just to make sure we got one. Greg, do a clap sync. Sink your claps. That worked. Good. Oh, yeah, because you you don't have any uh, noise canceling or anything on your end. We do. A little bit. Just a tiny wee bit. Who wants bananas? Who wants bananas? All right. All right. Gentlemen. Me. CES has happened, and from it's still happening. Well, at the time not, of recording. Yep, not technically the, with the time people are listening to this. Don't, at the time of recording, don't throw people. <laughs> yeah, it, we're not going to cover all the days. We're covering up to day two. Um, CES, what I assume stands for, continuously excellent show. No, it doesn't. <laughs> I mean, that works. Let's give me some no, credit it's, for that. It's, it's California, California exotic sausage. <laughs> Oh, you know what? So also uh, continuously. Sorry, sorry Tyler, go ahead. <laughs> oh, oh, excuse me. Oh God, oh God. But no, so CES every year, big old gadgets and things are announced. If you're listening to this show, you probably have a general idea of what CES does. Uh, so we're gonna give a quick rundown uh, of what so far has been announced. We will likely miss some things. Keep up with our socials. We probably have some stuff posted there. Mm-hmm. Some things slip through the crack. Uh, <laughs> just the one crack. Just the one crack. A lot of things slipping through there. It's a big crack. We need a band aid for it. Listen to our next episode, and you'll figure out what that means. Oh God! But Order so of release, but gentlemen. I know you guys have been uh, kind of keeping a uh, a loose eye on it. What uh, What are some some favorites or some things that stood out to you? Um. Well, I know that one thing we were looking at in predictions for 2021 was how many possible models of uh different form factor phones would be out crap um which included rolling and <laughs> folding <laughs> and i went i went high and uh it certainly looked like they're getting on it faster than i uh, even i thought they were agreed and so i really love this idea of a rollable phone me too um samsung showed the lg rollable uh, sort of um and it looks like you know what they show was more of a concept, but they're actually planning on releasing these at the end of the year. Oh shit! Mm-hmm. And it it doesn't go, so it basically goes. I think it goes from six point four to seven point eight. That's the plan. Um, That's what they yeah. want it to do. And I don't know about you guys. I like the idea of having 
<clears throat> a phone that can go from a smaller form factor to a larger form factor based off of what it is I'm doing. Um, and I don't so much like the Samsung Fold because it's this big chunky brick when it's folded up to a normal size. A rollable phone to me is much more appealing because the phone, when it goes back to its smaller form factor, it's not dummy thick, <laughs> which is enjoyable in a phone. That's just me. Well, also, I mean, I, I love the rollable and, and TCL, uh, who made a big splash mm -hmm. uh, this year, also showed one. And it went f uh, it um, also expands. But they're also looking at ones that can be used for things like tables and TVs. Um, and... <clears throat> I think that it's just so cool because we so we already have sort of two confirmed devices, one from LG, one from TCL, which I'm assuming we'll see another one from Samsung, uh, you know, with a few different models. So that was my favorite so far. Yeah, no, the because uh, that TCL looks very much like a prototype right now. It doesn't look like anything you're really gonna hold, at least from what I'm seeing. It looks like unless it's not a phone necessarily, but it looks like something I'm looking at here. It looks like more of a uh, almost like a desktop clock that kind of shrinks in on itself mm -hmm. um i don't granted i'm just judging it based off of this one gif with no audio so it's a bit it's a bit tough to gauge but just from this i don't entirely know what that would be for um but i i, I like the technology the technology is a really cool idea um the lg phones now I like the technology. I like the idea. That mm. being said, I am fully prepared for these phones to show up this year. Straight garbage. Yeah, the first generation of this sort of technology always is. Right. Just look at the original Samsung Fold. Awful. It was not... It's a starting point. Mm -hmm. it, you got to start somewhere. It's an idea. Right. They want to improve on the idea. They got to work out the kinks. Right. Quite literally in the Fold's case. But... Mm -hmm. um, so I, I want to see the rollable option. I want those kinks worked out because that phone to me is more appealing for its overall form factor. The Fold, I feel like, is just... I don't want a giant phone, personally. Um, the, roll, the rollable makes more sense to me. I think it looks sleeker. I'm looking forward to seeing the applications in more tablet-style uh, pieces of hardware. I'm curious on the TV hardware piece because part of me on one hand is like, that's really cool to integrate that level of technology into a TV. But the other part of me is like, when do you ever need your TV to be smaller? Well, I think at that point, if you need to kind of hide it out of the way, you'll see it in a lot of like swanky mansions and stuff where the TVs will like tuck under, like into the furniture to kind of keep it out of the way when you're not using it mm -hmm. and then pop back up. But that in true you too. still then have to keep a, a cavity, a cabinet underneath right. it. But if it can all kind of roll and prop up that way, if you only need to have like support beams, essentially just kind of telescope true. in and then have it roll up and just keep a small chunk, you open up a lot more space and the TV is very much out of sight, out of mind during that process. So yeah. it could be used for at that point, say like, um, events, uh, conference rooms, whatever it might be, instead of having a, a screen that comes down and having a projector, just have the screen roll out, and now you have this massive thing. Well, imagine, too, like going to a movie theater, and it, it's not a projector anymore. It's literally Ooh, a gigantic, like, rollable mm. screen, and the the clarity you're going to get from it is going to be so much better. You, you got a, you got a good um, point there. I didn't, I didn't think about that. Uh, one thing, too, that I was actually just thinking of for a rollable form factor, a uh, gaming PC uh, for a monitor I think would be super cool. You could shrink it down to a smaller form factor, and then expand it if you need to, if you're looking to have more things on screen at a time, rather than having to buy this massive ultra-wide monitor that takes up so much space on your desk, you could shrink it down when you're not gaming. That way it's you can have more things on the or desk. Or even one that's like one built into the desk where you press a button and mm. it just sort of rolls yep. out, you know, rolls out of the that desk. That too, yeah. Because yeah. the thing with down. the rollable feature is when it's rolled up, it doesn't take up a whole lot of space right. because it's coiled up. So you wouldn't need this massive cavity. I would love to see it with, like, just for traveling, right? Yeah. So if you're going somewhere, you have a laptop, you need a second monitor, but you're not about to pack one, <clears throat> throw the a, a foot-long stick a in your bag. At that point, you know? <clears throat> well, if it's rolled up, the the way they have it, looks like they have anchor points that it rolls into. 
mm-hmm. just have that rolled up, toss it in your bag, and you have a, a monitor ready to go for it's a super durable, easy. super portable, mm-hmm. full screen monitor that you could likely throw in your pocket. Right, because it rolls up. It, it I'm rolling up a towel at that point. That basically. would be awesome. I'm saying they can get that to work, and I imagine it's just a matter of time at this point. Yeah, I mean the technology we're getting there, especially where we're seeing, because there was that other smaller company that that was working on a prototype for a rollable phone, uh, similar to the LG one that we just saw a prototype of. I forget what the smaller company was. Was it was it Huawei? It might have been Huawei. It was I want to say it started with a because we we found in a previous episode we found like the blueprints or like the copyright. Maybe that's what it was. It. But um, yeah. So, so that, that's that's what's exciting me. So, what's exciting you? Um, <clears throat> the probably one of the not weirder, but little. I, I didn't expect it. Apparently, they announced it last year, but Sony announced a car. Did they? Yeah, they not only did they announce their Vision S electric vehicle, they showed it off. They had video on it <clears throat> on public roads. Um, and it. I, I didn't know Sony was making a car. <laughs> I didn't either. That's um, kind of impressive. The and so this this is this kind of goes twofold at this point. Um because so they have their their car, their vision their vision S is what they're calling it. Um so they showed it off, they showed it driving. I am my guess is cuz it looks very Tesla like, so I imagine they just kind of Going with the smart car kind of aspects to it. Well, I, I wonder. I wonder if they just kind of gutted a Tesla, and just use the frame. The more important part, or the more, the more standard part of their their video, I guess, uh, showing off the Vision S, is that it was filmed with their new drone, their new cinematography drone, mm-hmm. their AirPeak, <clears throat> which. Uh, Ryan, I don't know if you watched the video, and Greg, I know you'd certainly appreciate it if you've seen it, just the the angles and the shots they were able to get with that thing. Good God. Well, it is a drone. Yeah. Yeah, the two... So the two big car things to come out were not only Sony's car, but Sono also coming out with their solar-powered car. Um, And what this is, is that this is a small car where everything, the entire exterior is covered with what kind of looks like little pucks that are solar charging. And so, which is cool because if your car gets covered with snow on top or the sun's lower in the winter, you can still be charging because it's going to hit the sides in front of the car. Um, it's got a max speed of 87 miles an hour, which isn't too bad. Um, it has a 158 mile uh, reach, you know, uh, range, um, but it can recharge up to 21 miles a day of sunlight. Um, so definitely not a road trip car uh, for yeah. certain. That's a, um, driving to work Because you car. have to stop and recharge. Yeah, but also city too. City driving, mm-hmm. and, it's, and it's affordable. It's, I mean, it starts at right around twenty five thousand. That's a um, pretty, which isn't yeah, awful. Yeah, that's like a for standard. a fully solar powered car <laughs> and what you're going to save on gas and mm-hmm. that kind of thing. But it's already got. I think it's got about twenty two thousand pre orders in Europe. That um, makes all the sense in the world so, in Europe. <clears throat> oh, for, I mean, Europe's always been sort of at, ahead of the game of the innovative automobile stuff. Yeah, yeah. Well, they're so, just. I think that's really cool. They're just far more densely populated than most locations in America, so something that doesn't have a whole lot of miles on it, things like that, this would make sense. Um, and it looks like was it Sono is probably kind of slightly trying to work on bigger vehicles for it as well. Um, I'd be curious about like body damage, like if something happens, how do you repair that? Who do you go to to get that fixed? Because a, a standard shop is not going to do that for you. So, well, what they and they, well, what they did say too is that if the panels get broken, they are replaceable. You can just pop them off and pop another one back on. Oh, that's pretty dope. Okay, that's brilliant, yeah. actually, for cool. something like that. Yeah, for something like this, truthfully, like I just see it as like, all right, I'm traveling to, I don't know, Iceland, uh, and I need something to drive around. Hey. That this would be perfect, like. Just plug it in. Yeah, charge I mean, it somewhere? I think it's a cool concept. You know, there's rumors that the warranty comes with you know x amount of of panels included or unlimited panels for up to a certain amount of time. Um, there's no real pricing on the panels yet, um, but I think it's a really great idea because you you have you know you're less you know in the car in terms of gasoline and all the all the you know uh, 
hardware and mechanicals that go into setting up the gas system and that kind of thing probably would be cheaper now the i think right off the bat it's going to be pretty exclusive the places that you could get it fixed but if it does become more popular you're going to see more and more out of it because i mean look at how many you know electrical charging places are popping up all over the place right. you know, soon after electrical cars have become a thing so yep. um cool idea not a not a ton on the automotive front but this is a this is sort of very effective and efficient but the, and and the sony one is sexy yeah i, mean, I, I do like so. the the sony one gm announced a little bit as well that they're reviving their oh I didn't see that their Chevy Bolt and they're they're making a Chevy Bolt EUV aka likely an electronic uh, an electric uh, utility vehicle probably like a crossover. Um, they're also going to be having mm-hmm. their um, Super Cruise, which is their hands free kind of autopilot car and drivers saying it has lidar a bunch of sensors. Consumer Reports saying Super Cruise currently has the edge. On it's a better technology as far as automated driving goes. Yeah, because um, I mean that's kind of the direction where cars are going. They're 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 leaning towards the you're you're, you're looking for smart cars now when it comes to innovations in automotive technology. Something mm-hmm. that removes or as close as we can get reliably removes the human element from driving. Tesla pretty much opened the door. One, yeah. Yeah. So I was wondering when they were going to work LIDAR into something larger because we mm-hmm. are seeing that on a smaller scale, you know, with phones and yeah, stuff. Yeah, with but, the new Apple from um, last year. I was, yeah, I was wondering when they were going to make it big. And they're, they're scaling it up a lot sooner than I thought because I thought LIDAR was still something that was still being worked in a small form no. factor. But apparently we're using it in cars yeah. now. Yeah, I mean, I think, uh, I think Tesla's have it in a certain capacity. Um, I guess one of the big things that well, Super course. Cruise has. It's so Elon. It's such so, a Musk move. So Elon. I mean... Our boy, our boy Jeff is uh, is getting <laughs> going to get dethroned soon. But no, the the Super Cruise, I guess it has Musk a, move. It has a uh, um, it has a gaze tracking system in it, so it can tell if you're not looking at the it road. It tracks the gaze. <laughs> yeah, yeah, delightful. I love it when it, it knows it, I'm not looking at it. It needs to know when you glance at it every now and again. <laughs> oh, that flirty like so cut, so cut. It's just got a heads up display in the windshield. It's like there's one, there's another, <laughs> there's one. <laughs> I wasn't gonna make the joke. Wasn't going to do it. It explodes it just, in San it Francisco. Just, it just puts, like, the GTA, like, dollar value over their head. Oh, God. <laughs> um, okay, never mind. So, back to normal. But uh, it, it, it does seem cool. I think we're seeing we're going to see some more um, about self-driving stuff and hopefully more electric vehicles. Truthfully, I would probably love an electric vehicle uh, once they make a little bit more sense out in the yeah, they in don't middle of nowhere. Make a whole lot of sense where we are. Not yet. They will, and when they do, I'm all about it. Right. I just need to know where another charging station is. Right. Besides my house. Although, right. Admittedly, the office where we work, there they have them there. But we're Who not knows really at the long. office though. I mean, maybe I can still milk it. Who knows? Yeah, maybe. <laughs> maybe at some point. Uh, but those are those are pretty sweet. Um, yeah. Cool. One little thing that I um, saw uh, from the. From CES, uh, Arcade One Up, they Ooh. they designed a, uh, it's like a board game table thing, but it's all electronic and it's touch screen, so you can ultimately you can play like in the example that they have, uh, and I posted the link for you guys on the on the doc, but uh, it so they're playing like Monopoly, like some Hasbro games. Hasbro's not Hasbro's not fully on board yet. It started as a Kickstarter, um, but they got well over a million for funding for it. So it's becoming an actual thing. They, they announced it at CES 2021. It's not anything obnoxious as far as the size. It's, it's a fairly decent sized little table, but it allows you to play all kinds of games. I don't know if it has arcade, but it's looks like it's primarily focused on board games right now. Um, yeah. So this is something from date. I believe this was released day two. Yeah. Um, and I think it's brilliant because not only is it going to let you sort of get nostalgic, mm-hmm. but you're not losing pieces. Right. And what a brilliant marketing move oh. because you're going to have the ability to just have a store where they have to go in and buy. Mm-hmm. You have to buy all the games that you need. And it, it simplifies. It's like tabletop simulator, but not. Exactly. And it simplifies a lot of games for people who want to try a new game. It has built-in rule books and everything. So, you know, it's 
it's just a very neat way to go through and, and play through games. You don't have to necessarily go out and buy a game, worry about pieces just like you said. There's no actual accounting money or anything like that. It does it all for you. You just have to play the game and have a good time with your friends. I want this so badly. Dude, this would be it's- awesome. I don't know if I want first gen, but we'll see. I mean, especially when you come into that, you know, how flexible LED technology is getting. Today. Exactly. Yeah. Um, Imagine this on a fucking rollable. Make it bigger if you have more people playing. That'd be dope. I'm. I'd be curious to see how it'll handle like, um, like card games and stuff. To see. Yeah, like the the moving the cards around and stuff. Well, I mean, how do you how do you handle a hand in something like this where everyone can see everything? Mm, that would now, be that's true. If it can pair with your phone where my hand is now in my phone, that would be a great and way you around can send it. stuff. Hopefully it's browser based so anyone right. who has a phone can just run it that way. Yeah, I don't know too much about uh whether or not it integrates with any sort of apps or anything like that. I imagine if it doesn't right away it certainly will. You can play online via Wi-Fi, so I don't I am if there's an online portal like then there's got to be something that you can play on well, the phone. That and like say I have a table you don't, or like say if you and I are in a room, Greg's remote and Greg wants to play Monopoly with us. Can just <laughs> he, can. Can. he shows up on the board. Like yeah. this has a lot of uses for like entertainment. Like you could play with all your friends, and now is a good time to have it. What with quarantine and everything, so I mean this isn't going to be ready. The vaccines are ready. It's it's available in March. Oh, is Start it? shipping to early supporters in March. Early supporters. We'll see. So, yeah. But it's retails for about six hundred bucks. That's not. It's not it, bad for what it is. I see, think. I'm curious though because it says it it ships with um some classics, Monopoly, Trivial Pursuit, yep. Scrabble, and Battleship. This kind of goes into what I was talking about, like the cards and stuff. Yeah, because well, you see here's both where hands. the question comes in with. And with and with Scrabble because you're going to have to sh- need to yeah, see your letters. True. So they they have to have something in place for it. They have to. Maybe right. it ships with a, a like a straight up divider. Quick, quick gameplay peek on Battleship or uh, yeah. Let's do. Let's let's take a look and see what what Scrabble looks like on this thing to see. So I really like the idea. I think the idea is super cool. Some of them are cool. Like Trouble would be awesome. like just standard board games, Monopoly, mm-hmm. things like that. We don't yeah. have to keep anything necessarily hidden. Mm-hmm. Um. But yeah, that's that's kind of been my my problem with just like playing these digital board games and all that. Like, how do you? Yeah, I'm how do you figure it out? And I can't wait to have one. That's you know, can't wait to put my stimulus check on that bad boy. Right. That's conveniently enough. Exact. Oh, so the idea is that's mm, I'm not mad at it, but basically you have uh, there's a little tray that kind of hides your letters, mm-hmm. and the idea is you put your hand over where people are going to look open up your tray and it kind of expands out and you can see it. Gotcha, gotcha, gotcha. It does seem a little weird. Like, seriously, put some, like, give me some cardboard stuff. That yeah, you can like, just... ship out, like, have dividers come with it that I could literally just put right. so you can't see my stuff. Make them recyclable. Give, make them paper if you really, if I don't know if they can, if they have it, maybe have the technology for, like, sensors or whatever, but give me a little template, like, hey, put the divider here. Mm-hmm. Like, whatever. It's, it's fine. Hmm. I'm okay with doing that. Um, I imagine most people would. Let pe- let other makers make stuff like out of. I, I imagine people on Etsy will three D print stuff, make oh, stuff yeah. out of wood, whatever. Yeah, yeah. So there'll be plenty of cool stuff. This whole thing would be like a a, a centerpiece. I I like this. I didn't even see this. I'm so on board. I think this board. thing is going to be freaking awesome. And it's it seems kind of limited right now, but it's also super new. Right. So I think given time, yeah. this will really become way more than what it is now. Hmm. So I'm looking forward to that. The other thing that I saw going back to the cars was Panasonic has really ramped up the the heads-up displays. Mm. Uh, and what they have is they have a yep. 4K resolution AR HUD, which covers a really large section of I your windshield. I saw that, yeah. But not only does it give you the information on speed, it also actually puts a blue line that on the road. That thing you always you want in all the video games, Tyler? <laughs> okay. always want. That's oh. real life now. It's it, one of my biggest gripes. So not only... Not only does it do that, but it also will give you the height of like bridges when you're going under them, and it also puts bright yellow icons on any pedestrians or bikers um, on the road as well. Um, and I think that this is just badass. I've always wanted like an AR style windscreen uh, windshield, so that way, um, because all of the stuff that I need when i'm driving i i typically have to take my eyes off the road for i know you're not supposed to but like let's be honest if i'm changing the radio or whatever if i'm messing with changing a song 
I'm not looking out the windshield for that. When if we if we implemented something for an AR style windshield, that would eliminate the need to do that at all. I have to look at the windshield for that. And right. just throwing right. on Tyler's wet dream of having a line on the road telling him where to go is is Listen, just perfect. I so yes, anytime I play a game, I hate the fact that I stare at the minimap the entire goddamn time when you very well could just put a line on the ground in a game. Cyberpunk did that in the on-rails racing, we probably because it has to be that path and it's never going to change. Um I I would love the AR windshields to work. I do not know how that's going to work during the day. Because of the light glare. Right. So there was a company, I forget, I want to say it was Volkswagen or Jaguar. I can't remember because my uncle had bought one of the vehicles and they had. A little tiny section. Yeah, like a little section. that ba It was just like a speedometer basically. Right. Um, that was full AR and it worked in day and night. How well did it work during the day? Like yeah, in direct well enough sunlight. to see it. I mean, I don't know about direct sunlight, but well, while you're it's driving. probably going to be a mix of how it's projected, but it's also going to be a mix of the the area of the windshield where it is is probably going to be tempered with some kind of membrane or glass. Would have that to be. You can actually see through pretty well, but when it's it can actually get pretty. You know, the areas where it needs to be broadcast can be, you know, darkened uh, a bit. Yeah, like a, like a window so tint almost. Yeah, I would guess like the mm -hmm. stuff you need constantly, like the the speedometer, the various meters and things like that. And they'll probably have it low, so it's not really impeding your right. your view. But that during the day, if it's on a tinted part, sure, because during the day, in theory, you don't need people lit up. You see them. You should be you able should. to see them. Yeah. So um, most of the stuff is probably right. going to not really be on screen, if you will. Right. At night, that's more important. We may not necessarily see somebody, but the car might. Yeah. That tags them with that. That would be cool. Right. Right. Yeah, I'm, I'm I would just be concerned. I'm, I imagine they would use, they would mimic that with some lidar technology as well, so Probably. you can get distances and stuff like that. Because I would yep. fucking hate for a leaf to blow in front and it's <laughs> like, oh my god, there's a person there, and the whole screen just lights up yellow. That would suck. <laughs> yeah, that wouldn't. Uh, would <laughs> that would not, not be good. It would not be very cash money. No, not at all. So, so there are a couple more. Uh, so there's one more thing. Mm. Uh, before we get into the last two sections, which are TVs. Those are always the big thing mm -hmm. at CES. Um, and, uh, well, TVs, um, gaming somewhat. To an extent. Sort of. Um, and, and home, homeware. I mean, the home is always really big with these home appliances and, um, you know, furniture and that kind of stuff. Mm. So, um, and... But the gaming stuff is important just because Razor's in it. But anyways, the real big one that I saw was uh, if you live in a state where marijuana is legal, mm. uh, there is a new device out that will allow you to set the strength of the hit that you're taking. Uh, and it also has a companion app that tells you how you reacted to different strains of what you're smoking. And it will log them uh, so that as you smoke, you will know... Uh, oh, yeah, this is the good kush that makes me feel this way uh, versus the, you know, lavender lady that made me feel like crap last week. And so it exists. I mean, that's pretty neat for, the, for yeah. the areas where you can do it. I'm sure that appeals to a lot of recreational marijuana users for sure. So that's pretty awesome. I do like that. Yeah, so that's that. For, I just like seeing that the technology is expanding even in those markets where they've it's become legalized. So to be fair, pot smokers have yep. been have been revolutionizing engineering for a while. <laughs> you take a bunch of pot smokers and give them a bunch of weed with nothing to smoke out of it, and they all of a sudden become engineers. Right. Yep. You all of a sudden have SpaceX. Yep. <laughs> so Musk. All right. All right, everybody. We're so we have three things to choose from. What do you want to talk about next? Do you want to talk about TVs? Do you want to talk about uh, uh, gaming slash tech? Do you want to talk about uh, home homewares? I want to talk about the three letters that get directly to my heart and my loins. Nice and frothy. AMD. AMD. There it is. Mm. Mm, good old yep. AMD. All right. So let's... Uh, Let's take a look at some tech and gaming stuff, and let's take let's start with uh, Dr. Lisa just oh. literally slapping it onto the table 
and making Intel screech with fear. <laughs> I mean, basically, the way I look at this is, for anybody who saw it, you know exactly what I'm talking about. Uh, Greg, mine and yours predictions for uh, who's going to control the enterprise market for processors, we may be in trouble here. <laughs> uh, I wasn't expecting AMD to drop a landmark Epic processor, but here we are. Mm -hmm. So... Well, I wasn't expecting them to really take the big push into enterprise as hard as they just did. Yeah. But I'm still sticking with Microsoft because I'm a man. I mean, I'm still saying Intel for the enterprise market, but AMD is, wow, they are pulling out all of the stops this year. Crushing Intel. Tell me about it. So they they launched the, hear more. the new Intel, not Intel, AMD <laughs> Epic, their, their 5000 series Epic processors with the Zen 3 architecture. And they were yeah. clocking in at like, what was it, like 68% better than the top of the line Intel processors on their benchmarking? With one. With just one. Give me them high numbers, baby. <laughs> and imagine, and she mm. even says it in her wonderful blue pantsuit that she had on for the presentation. Imagine what you're going to be able to do with mm -hmm. two 64 core Epic processors. It's it's going to be, oh man, they are they are shaking up the fucking market hard. Not only are they doing that, they're do they're putting out um, more uh, mobile processors, mm -hmm. obviously for laptop series. Yep, for laptops and such. I believe are those those are Zen three as well. Yep, those are Zen three. The the fifty nine hundred, the fifty nine eighty, the the HS, the HX, mm -hmm. um, for their respective platforms. Yeah, they're also releasing a a newer line of lower power uh cpus the uh wow they we just watched it I'm it's there on the name uh it's their 5800 and the 5900 the non x series yep they're at they're at 65 watts which is much That's lower way power. low right um as opposed to the 105 watts that the the x equivalents mm. are yep um mm. so it's, it's much less power a little less performance Downside being, oh yeah, you can't get them standalone. True, not yet. It's gonna no, at least no, they don't can't. they don't plan on it. They just plan on um, bundling them in with mm -hmm. pre-builds. Um, but I I like what they're doing, and Greg, I like what you're doing. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I did not know Doctor Lisa was in the image. I, I did oh, not no. either. But oh boy, he's been there for a while, baby. <laughs> mm -hmm. I can't wait to just throw that on there and just them. slowly zoom into you as you pull Dr. Lisa onto your background. Ooh, Dr. Lisa, yeah. the way you hold that microchip makes me wish that I was operating at 256-bit. What? Dr. Lisa. Huh. I just hate Dr. that it rhymes. Lisa. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, it, man. It It'll be uh God man, I put the I, I put the mm in AMD. You know, now, you do something to AMD, that's for sure. Now to give to give equal opportunity to the competition, Intel also released their they or announced did. their Alder Lake CPUs, which is mostly to compete with Apple's M one chip. Mm -hmm. Uh because yeah, they're not they're just they're giving up on competing with AMD. They can't. Well, they still they still launch some stuff. They 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 announced a lot of things. Um, Alder Lake because uh, Apple ditched them on the new iPad, mm -hmm. so now Intel they're. But Apple went with their own thing. Mm -hmm. They're not. They didn't like go with AMD. They they designed their own processor and had it manufactured. Yep. So Intel's trying to be like, well, stick it to Apple now. We got a better one. Yep. The uh, the Alder Lake is just kind of the. It's gonna be the twelfth gen of their chips. Eleventh gen being Tiger Lake. Twelfth mm -hmm. gen being. Alder Lake. Lake, it's a weird name. They just scheme, name but, them after lakes. I don't even know if they're real. Um, so it's 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 interesting. They're they're going to be putting into mobile devices, CPUs, just trying to stay ahead of AMD. Oh, one part I forgot to mention about AMD: Samsung announced that in their new flagships with their um, Exynos processors, it's going to be running AMD graphics. Jesus, they already scored that too, huh? I am telling you, <laughs> AMD. <laughs> Dr. Lisa is just going to crush anybody. And Greg, I'll say it slower. Dr. Lisa is going to crush <laughs> anybody by the end of the year at this point. Like, I don't know if it's going to be that quick. That's such a quick turnaround that you're expecting. So Apple dropped Intel. Yeah. 
Apple Samsung their own thing. That no, no, I'm count. saying, but Apple. So Apple's not working with Intel. True. Samsung picked up AMD, but not for everything. No, a lot of things, but enough. Yeah. Um. Now we have the the Epic Three, mm-hmm. the Epic on the Zen Three architecture. Yep. Um. Where everything it, and they're running the PS Five and the Xbox Series X. I know those are both <laughs> Zen Three. I know that. I get it. <laughs> AMD is becoming everywhere now. It's great. I mean, I'm I not I'm not mad about it because AMD is a fantastic company and I love what they do and I mm-hmm. want Dr. Lisa to be on top. She always is. Greg, you hear that? But, <laughs> but <laughs> AMD, I just, I just, Intel's been around for so long that it's just, it's going to be tough for them to, in, Adapt in, and a, change? in one year. Okay, Intel's not doing great <laughs> right now. Think. I get that, but in one year. Much as I want them to, I just don't see AMD taking everything. Oh, it's not. It's year. not just in one year. It's many years in the making. Yeah, but not this quick. Yeah. And in furthermore, in that industry, uh, my boys at Razor, my boys and girls at Razor, mm-hmm. doing it again. Really cool concepts. Okay. You thought the to- yep. you thought the toaster was cool. The toaster was okay. cool though. Mm. They have made a clear plastic face mask with RGB and a voice amplifier. It- so the voice amplifier is probably the best part of that face mask. Yeah, I think um, so. Is the RGB not the best part? No, that just makes it gaming. That's and it. and the filtration pods on the side. Yeah, yeah. It's a gaming mask. Now it costs more money because you threw it, looks it on so there. Cool. That's true. It, the old- but also Razer also that's so that's Project Hazel. Mm-hmm. Project Brooklyn oh. is a large gaming chair with a screen oh. that rolls up and folds into the back of the chair. And doesn't need a desk. It's just a gaming chair that you can tuck away, bring out. It's got a little fold-up little table for the keyboard. Mm-hmm. Screen pops out. Yeah. Now the good job. The guys. biggest downside to those things is they're not real prototypes. They're concepts and prototypes. Yeah. Mostly because that chair with that screen would run you like sixty thousand dollars. Yeah, because wasn't it supposed to be like QLED? Or OLED or something like that. A rollable OLED. Yeah. That, yeah. That's like a $30,000 thing. CES, CES is the place of dreams. That's true. They're CES awesome. CES is where dreams are born and Razor's dreaming big. If, and I'm sure that this mask will be ready f- about 20 years after COVID's gone, <laughs> and, but I'm still going to get one. See, here's the thing, though, with the chair. Realistically speaking, the chair is awesome. Mm. The chair would be fucking amazing if i had sixty thousand dollars right but so here's the thing it's super cool and if you have the money to throw it i bet razor would make it for you absolutely (laughs) but there's no way there's just no way with the technology that we have right now for this prototype to be a consumer grade item there's no way no if it was to release now there's nobody would be able to buy it i could see the mask hitting shelves fairly quickly i bet that mask would retail for probably forty dollars and mm. you think it'd be a bit more? You got to pay the gamer tax like twenty bucks. That's fair. <laughs> so it's like sixty dollars mask. Yeah, that's fair. But I could see, I could see Razor making the mask. They totally would. I mean, they've made a fucking toaster for the fans. They could easily they make made the mask. like one or two, mostly for Linus. I know, but like they could, they yeah, they'll do it. You know. <laughs> so I could, I could see it happening. That could actually be a retail item. The chair, that's a that is a pipe dream. Is what the chair is. Yep. Yeah. Well. It's a pipe that I want to be in. Same. That chair would be fucking awesome. Great. All right. So next we have TVs or housewares. Let's go housewares. Sure. All right. So I'm just going to give you a few items, and you get to each pick one that you would like to know more about, because there are many of them. Okay? There are many of them. All right. So we're just going to go down sort of a little list, things that you would have in your home. You have a a, a, a little perfume vial that mixes perfumes for you. I saw that. <laughs> you have... A, you have a water security system that will tie into your pipes and shut off Spot water in case too. it's ready to burst mm-hmm. or in case it's not going to, in case it's going to flood. So it's like a leak detector Ooh, and shut off. Okay. Yeah, that right. one's actually you have, uh, you have uh, L'Oreal with the water saver uh, that com- that uh, combines water droplets together and shoots them forward so that you're using less water, but it's still getting the same coverage. Uh, you have a Keurig style ice cream machine and lastly, you have a Peloton-style device from Bowflex. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Oh, and you have a stillness bath 
that's cost $16,000 in Japanese style. The stillness bath um, fills your bath at the preferred temperature with lights and essential oils. Gosh, that's such a list to choose from. Um, I guess let's start with the most ridiculous, uh, in my opinion, and that's going to be the, uh, the the vials that mix your, your perfume for you. Because I, I thought you were going to say the Keurig style ice cream machine, and I say, God damn you, sir. <laughs> the, the ice cream machine would be cool, but we don't need more pod-based things. No, we really don't. We really don't. Yes, we do. And that's the end of that discussion because I'm right. Um, See, here's the problem. They're destroying the environment. (laughs) So let's stop that. (laughs) Were you going to glaze over the fact that a refrigerator is now making ice spheres? I think it's weird that that's new technology. That's the best kind of ice cube. Agreed. You wanted to hear about the, you wanted to hear about the Ninu and the Ninu is a perfume startup. And it's a purse-sized device paired with an AI-guided app. And the gadget holds three vegan scents that are in recycled glass vials. And users can tweak the scents based on their current moods. Uh, And these apps are manipulated via the app. And the assistant built into the app makes suggestions and learn your preferences over time. We don't know any sort of idea about the blends or the fragrances, but the company is working with um, perfumers to finalize, you know, the families of scents, one for men and one for women, um, is not available for pre-order and everything, the price and all that stuff is current, you know, you know, yet to be determined, but they're going to begin production in the second half of 2021. Well, I'll be honest. I regret asking about that one because it's exactly what I expected it to be. <laughs> you lost me at vegan sense, depending on your mood. <laughs> the only thing that I will say is cool is that you can get a truly quote unquote customized uh, fragrance from that by using their their predetermined things. And so that part's cool. The rest of it's all just niche. Very, very... It's right, because I would just bag. fill mine with three types of Axe body spray. I'd be like, hey, we're going to the club. Psst. Hey, we're going outside. Psst. Yeah, see, then... Hey, we're staying inside. And they all smell exactly Those are the only three the types same. of scents I need. That's when I really hope that yeah. Razor's mask is on the market so I can <laughs> turn my mask up to tell you to knock it off. <laughs> that would be pretty dope. All right. What else would you like to hear about? Uh, as a legitimate one, uh, the water security system is pretty dope uh, mainly because so my parents when I lived with my parents back in the day we did actually have pipes burst so uh, the the fact that there's a, 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 pr- a product out there now that could theoretically prevent that from happening is pretty awesome do you know what I'm talking about yeah and so the what the mowing yeah 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 so Moen has a couple things that are actually already out there. Water, their leak detection system is already out, mm-hmm. uh, and it just sits by your water heater, uh, water system, uh, and sends you an alert to your phone um, if it senses water um, on the sensor. Um, they also have shutoff systems um, that are that are that they're talking about, and it's pretty inexpensive. It's four hundred bucks, um, but it also is tied to an app. And so what it does is that it automatically turns off water for you in case of potential you know damage and so essentially what it does is that um if something goes wrong it can shut shut it down you know for example if your pipes are freezing or there's a a a leak um and it's all synced to the phone so there's multiple parts of this system i think that's great i mean in terms of effective and efficient and smart home systems you know, leaky, leaky, uh, water leaks, uh, leaky water leaks. Wow. God damn it. Um, <laughs> so good. Those, so water leaks and frozen pipes can cause a ton of damage and cost a lot to replace. And if you can just prevent that by hooking a $400 device up to your pipes and it shuts it down for you. Great. I agree. hundred uh, percent. I'd like to see stuff like this, uh, in the future with, as we get better integrated systems like this, because you're absolutely right. It's such an expensive fix. If something does happen, you end up having water damage. You end up having pipes burst, things like that. It's expensive to actually have to repair that. And the the what I would consider to be a low initial cost as a preventative measure 
I just love seeing something like that come out where it really does. It, it might not stop it all the time, but the fact that it stops it a majority of the time or even any time is great because it is a lot of money to fix something like that if it does happen. So 400 bucks out of pocket mm -hmm. to, to prevent it, that's pocket change to me in that instance comparatively. So, yep, absolutely. Um, so there's a, there's too much stuff in the home to go over. Mm. Um, you know, but some highlights are the Bluetooth shower speaker, uh, that's powered yeah. by water, mm -hmm. um, which is really cool. Uh, the fridge, we haven't talked about this yet, that actually makes ice spheres, <laughs> which is awesome. Um, <laughs> if you're so, okay. So, and you bring up a good point because if you're a classy gentleman, okay, you're at the bar. You're at 815 in Manchester. They're not sponsors, but we love them. We do love them. Okay. You want a nice, nice glass of whiskey. You don't want any stupid fucking square ice cubes. Fuck you and your square ice cubes. I want a gentleman's large round ice cube, just like that uh, the tipsy bartender uses. Mm -hmm. And there you have it, a round ice cube in your glass. That is awesome. Mm-hmm. Now, one thing, Anyways. if anyone's, if anyone, uh, whilst they've been quarantined at home, has has binged Netflix and started watching The Queen's Gambit, uh, if not, strongly recommend it. Great show. Um, you've gotten into chess a lot, and Square Off. Previously, they've made absurdly expensive smart chess boards, is really cool. So, say you, though the the pieces will move around magnetically. You can play with somebody via an app. They don't have to have the board. They announced a handful of new ones. They announced a roll-up one. They announced actually affordable ones for 130 and 170 currently on Kickstarter. Which I'm probably going to look into. Right. Um, they actually have one that does different games, not just chess. Um, it's really, really cool taking kind of a, a similar thing to the arcade one-up thing we were talking about earlier mm -hmm. where you can take that analog game, cross it between analog and digital, and then mm -hmm. run that way. It'll coach you. You can play a physical chess game against AI because it'll move pieces around. It's absolutely insane. I love it. Yeah. And as somebody who does play chess actively every day with one of my coworkers, we do play it remotely because we're obviously work from home right now. Mm -hmm. So that uh, I'm actually looking into this right now because this is I may I might I might pre-order one of these because it's pretty awesome. Uh, the ones that you can play through the app yep. because mm -hmm. that would be super cool. <laughs> I would really get a kick out yep. of that. <laughs> and our last thing that we're going to look at are TVs. Mm -hmm. Those are usually a big thing early on in CES. We're going to sort of skip over the fact that Samsung's making a lot of robots. Um, <laughs> you know, they have uh, little Roombas that have security systems on them, and uh, they have a bot that can pour you a wine of glass. Unfortunately, it's called Handy. You say a so wine of just, glass? Yeah. <laughs> Yep. Greg's had yes. too many wines a glass. Sorry. <laughs> Speaking of, I'm just really excited about being like, hey, give me a handy. And then Samsung sends a robot to my house. So I Give you a handy. That's an unfortunate name. In any case, <laughs> the big thing about TVs is that uh, LG has unveiled its Evo lineup, the A1, C1, G1, and Z1. Um, the Z1, which only comes in a 77 or 88-inch variant. Jesus. Uh, comes in 8k will probably be about thirty thousand dollars to start um but uh they are they uh, unveiled that entire lineup and then samsung uh unveiled uh its new take on tvs um and as you can see at ces if you look at pictures of the wall you'll see an example of what they're doing with their um what is it called is it Mike the mini leds or whatever LED? yeah yeah, mini LED. Um, what I love about this, though, is the most excited I am is for the Samsung Frame mm. TVs. Now, the Samsung Frame TVs have been out. They did launch the next gen. What I love about it is that as someone who is dating someone who does not like TVs for their aesthetic and doesn't use them very much, the fact that you can hang this on the wall, it is literally the thickness of a picture frame. It can be built in a variety of woods that you can go online and choose the wood, choose the coloring, choose the bezel, um, and hang it on a wall. And when it's in sleep mode, it broadcasts artwork is fucking awesome. Yeah, the that's that's kind of what we were saying earlier. Because like, truthfully, I don't, I also don't like having the TV as the centerpiece of a room. It's helpful when it's there, but I don't like having it being a focus. So if we can, if we can 
take that out of there, hang up a TV and just pretend like it's a piece of art or not have it there at all, whatever it might be. It's awesome. And their frame TVs are cool. Now, are these ones where you can you can orient them landscape, vertical, whatever it might be? Yeah, I mean, I think it's going to be a little obvious, though, when you go into the room and be like, guess which frames my TV? And you go, oh, the 80-inch one? And you're like, yeah, you got me. <laughs> you got me. <laughs> See, I would love – they seem to make start making like – you have like an 80-inch painting and like a 32-inch TV. Just, ah, uh, this looks weird Oh, now. I do it. Gotcha. <laughs> and they're pretty cheap. I mean, they're pretty unexpected. They start at 1000 thousand. For a 32-inch? <laughs> Probably for like a 12-inch. Right. So, um, but yeah, so I think, uh, you know, that's, that's a lot. There's a lot going on at CES and that's not, that's only a couple of days worth. Um, but if you want to know more, where can you go to find more information to get up to date on CES? Uh, our social yes. media is first yeah, of all, I would, I would, uh, I would, I would start at who wants bananas.com. Mm-hmm. Um, yep. You can't find us on parlor anymore. Don't so... don't even <laughs> don't. <laughs> How dare you, sir? <laughs> For the record, we were never on parlor. Fuck those Not people. Not one time ever. <laughs> Nor the, will we the, ever. The be... president has been forced to to MySpace. He's ranting on LinkedIn. <laughs> I don't okay, know about anyways, that. That means you have we're, to be gonna, we're just gonna restart that one. <laughs> so, anyways, uh, where can you find? What, what's our social media? Give it out to uh, give it out to the people. Give it. Oh, to if us. you want, if you want to hit us up on Twitter, you know it's who wants nanners. Yeah, don't ask. Uh, <laughs> at, on Instagram, it's Who Wants Bananas. Facebook, we're Who Wants Bananas. If you really want to make that all easy, just go to whowantsbananas.com and we'll uh, we'll take care of you, baby birds. I don't like what you said that there. That guy is. <laughs> that's the banana. That's the banana. Yeah. So, great. So, that's another deep dive into stuff. Uh, let's see. In, uh, gosh. In one drink that you think is Dr. Lisa's favorite, say goodbye. Whiskey neat. Oh, you fuck. <laughs> oh, you fuck. Son of a bitch. Oh. Did we all you know what? I bet, she liked a nice, I bet she likes a nice 20-year scotch. I fucking hate that you said whiskey. Damn it. That's oh, what I was going to do. Yeah, Old me too. Fashion. I'm gonna go. I'm gonna go a shot of bourbon out uh, out of her oh, assistant's navel. Okay, wow. But like, bourbon is whiskey. It's not whiskey. Mm. It's bourbon. It's bourbon whiskey. Yep. All right. So that's all the Doctor Lisa loved for today. Join us next week as Elon Musk fights with Jeff Bezos for being the richest man in the world. Huzzah! That's next time on. Who wants bananas? Goodbye.